Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody, this is Dan Lobby. And this is Mary Kay Cabot. And Scott Patsko. And this is the Orange and Brown Talk podcast, and we are going to talk about the schedule. We're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. The schedule is slated to come out on Wednesday uh, at 8 p.m. We'll start hearing about some games before then, but the, the full NFL schedule out Wednesday at 8 p.m. A couple things I want to get to before we do this is... Um, we're going to have a live Orange and Brown Talk event. Uh, that is... Tuesday the 23rd, so that's a week from when we're recording this. Uh, it's at the Music Box, uh, what is it? Supper, Music Box Supper, Supper Club. Club. Yeah. Uh, down in the Flats. We had an event there last year. It was really great. I, I mean, we almost filled the place up. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, you can go to cleveland.com slash browns and find a way to sign up for that. Now, originally that was just for Project Text people, but now we've opened it up to mm-hmm. everybody. And speaking of Project Text, the reason I bring it up is uh, within our expanded Project Text uh, initiative. Mm-hmm. Mary Kay, you are still doing that. So if you want to get text from Mary Kay, well, well, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, pretty much every day I will be sending a text that comes directly into your phone. And for, for the most part, it's thoughts about different things, things that I, I really haven't shared on Twitter or on our site, cleveland.com. It's, you know, how do I feel about uh, whether or not the Browns would take a player such as a Jeffrey Simmons? Or what do I think about Duke Johnson asking to be traded? It's it's mostly opinions and analysis. Uh, like if you walked up to me in the grocery store and you wanted to know <laughs> how I felt about something. So that's basically the general idea, or at least how I've been approaching it. I'm open to suggestions. And it's about $3.99 per month, which works out to about $0.13 cents per day, or less than a caramel macchiato. There you go. A lot <laughs> less than a caramel macchiato, actually. All right, so that is, uh, that's our housekeeping out of the way. Let's talk about this schedule. Um, of course, as we're recording this, we don't know the times, we don't know the dates, the weeks, whatever, but there's still, obviously, we know the opponents. So let's just talk about some things we're looking forward to. And let's just start here. Our, our favorite game um, on, on this schedule that, that's going to be coming out on Wednesday. Scott, what is the game that you're really looking forward to the most? As of right now, I think any game against the Steelers, whether it's here or there, is going to be pretty intense um, for the fans, obviously, uh, because <laughs> so many years of, of losing to the Steelers, especially in the beginning of the season, the end of the season, these games that they think, especially the end of the season, they think they can win them because the Steelers are resting their good players, and <laughs> and yet the Browns still found ways to lose those games. So, I think. Either game against the Steelers is, is going to be something that we're probably talking about at the end of the season. 
Um, the players, I think, the players who've been here for a few years, they know um, how those games have gone. The fact that the Steelers have been kind of the class of the division for so long, uh, those are going to be intense for them as well. So I think any game against the Steelers is going to be a pretty big deal this season. Absolutely. And and it would be a lot of fun, I think, for the fans if the Browns kind of ended that the struggles they've had against the Steelers and like, let's say a Sunday night or a Monday night or a Thursday night mm-hmm. at Heinz field, you know, there's always a ton of primetime games at Heinz field and, and the Browns and Steelers would be an ideal matchup for one of those. I think it would be great for the fan base to see that and those well, streaks and, kind of end on a and, national stage. And we're going to find out how real the, the theory is that the Steelers are, are, are kind of at the end of a run here, whether mm-hmm. that's true or not, you know, losing two of the killer bees, is that, is that going to be their downfall? Yeah, and, and I think we will soon see if this really is sort of a changing of the guard in the AFC North like everyone expects it to be, right. where the Steelers, even though they didn't win the division last year, appear to be perhaps handing over the reins to the Browns. Are they going to let that happen? Is anybody in this division going to let that happen? Uh, I've got the Rams as my favorite game. I think that's a fun matchup. Um, you know, we, we did a video on this as well, and I mentioned I think I feel like people are forgetting about the Rams because the last time they saw them, they were so bad in that Super Bowl against the Patriots. But they still have Jared Goff, still have Sean McVay, still have a, you know a bunch of really great offensive weapons. Their defense is unbelievable. Um, of course, led by Aaron Donald coming mm-hmm. up the middle, and I think that's a really good test for this Browns team. They're going to come to First Energy Stadium, and you only get to see this team. Once every four years. You, you don't get, the, I mean, the last time the Browns played the Rams, Mike Pettin was the head coach. They were still in St. Louis. So mm-hmm. this is one of those teams you don't get to see a whole lot unless both these teams end up meeting in a Super Bowl one day uh, before they play again in L.A. next time. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see the Browns go against a team that was a Super Bowl team last year, is coming into this year looking to go 12-4, and 13-3, and three, get back to the Super Bowl, uh, clearly one of the best teams in the NFL. I think that's a really good test. And, and, Dan, when you look at that game, I mean, you're talking about two number one overall pick quarterbacks who are really the new wave, the future of the NFL. There are these new class of guys, and, and Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield, along with Patrick Mahomes and a number of other guys, you know, symbolize this this new era, the new generation of QBs. And I'm really looking forward to seeing those guys go up against each other. And I think Baker's going to be really motivated to go against some of those guys. Yeah. Especially if that, se- if that game is, is late in the season, and then you're going to have the narrative, can the, can the Rams come uh, to Cleveland in the snow, in the cold <laughs> weather, and, and play them? And, and how well have the Browns built a team that can, you know, be successful in that kind of weather? Yeah, that was one of the, the games last year with the Rams. They went to Chicago and played in the cold and, and got beat. That was one of their kind of disappointing losses a year ago. Well, one of the other aspects of that game, you mentioned Aaron Donald, is that when I look again, and I've mentioned this so many different times, when you look at the the stretch, the home stretch last year, they did not play a lot of really good dominating defenses. Baker mm-hmm. didn't. So to face a really good defense, a guy like an Aaron Donald uh, that can really disrupt things, especially you know, from an inside vantage Yeah, it comes right at you up the middle. Right? So, you know, from that standpoint, I I think that's going to be really interesting. Mary Kay? I am looking at that Patriots game on the road. And uh, for many, many reasons, one of which, of course, is the fact that they are the defending Super Bowl champions. And this is an opportunity for the Browns to test their medal, their skills, whatever you want to call it, against the best in the NFL. Not only that, to do it on the road. And all last season I kept thinking, 
what is Bill Belichick going to have for these young, hot shot quarterbacks? You know, you know, he's just sitting around burning the midnight oil, trying to stop the spread, trying to do all these things to solve these young quarterbacks that are that are coming into the league. And you know, he did a nice job against some of them last year: Pat, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff. Uh, and so, I really do wonder what is he going to have cooked up for Baker Mayfield. And some people, you know, even talk about that game happening early on, which would give him a lot of time over the offseason to try to dig into Baker's tape. Uh, Because there's nobody, nobody that's going to dig into Baker's tape like Bill Belichick and his staff will. And so I'm very curious to see what they come up with for him, if they can identify any weaknesses, and and what they have, you know, what antidote they have for those. I also want to see Baker Mayfield go up against... Uh, talk about a turning of the tide. You've got Tom Brady, and then I think a lot of people look to not just the Patrick Mahomes, but a Baker Mayfield as somebody that you know that can come up and be the next iconic quarterback like that. That can uh, be part of a dynasty and maybe someday be considered one of the best of all time. So I'd like to see how he stacks up against Tom Brady, uh, and you know just kind of the uh, the commercial that they were in together was sort of symbolic, seeing them you know passing the rings over to him, and see how that plays out on the field. This is a little bit of a, maybe kind of the same thing, but I'm wondering, not so much favorite game, but most intriguing game. Is there a game on the schedule that's most intriguing? So I'll, I'll start here. Um, this is a weird one, and some things have to fall in place, but what about the Cardinals game in Arizona? Because you could have Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. at quarterback. Of course, you've got Cliff Kingsbury, and there's that history there with Baker and Cliff Kingsbury. And we know that Baker Mayfield loves to hold grudges and, mm-hmm. and use those things to motivate himself. So an otherwise kind of boring game against a, a team that's probably not going to be very good becomes really kind of interesting if they actually do take Kyler Murray number one overall. It really does. I mean, mm-hmm. when you think about... Uh, what good friends Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray are. You're talking about the back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray, Murray succeeded Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley. And again, the whole Cliff Kingsbury. That was really the first coach that Baker Mayfield kind of went after, mm-hmm. I think, publicly. I mean, there's been a few. But um that was one of the first ones where he kind of had a, a public battle with him. You'd have a stare down again? <laughs> yeah, so there might be another <laughs> stare down. Uh, so, yeah, that could be very, very interesting. I agree with you there, Dan. Um, intriguing games for me. Actually, I have multiple ones. And I think we might have even written about this. Mary Kay, I think you might have uh, months ago. The fact that they're going to play, if assuming Josh Rosen is still in Arizona, they would end up playing the other three quarterbacks who right. might went high in the draft last year. So, um, you know, the Bills with um, with Josh Allen, and then you have Rosen, and then you have uh, Sam Darnold with the Jets. If if it actually happened and he did play, Baker Mayfield did face everybody else that he mm-hmm. was drafted before. Right. Um, some interesting storylines. I think you go into the season kind of everybody, I think, is on the same page saying Baker Mayfield <laughs> has gotten out of the gate ahead of those guys, but now you're getting to see them matched up against each other. And Browns fans will be able to see them uh, if not in person, then then definitely for an entire game that they're paying attention to because they're playing the Browns. Much the same way when the Browns played against Carson Wentz, you know, that was the whole game. That was look at what we what we could have had, you know. So I think seeing those guys against the Browns and against Baker Mayfield is going to be kind of a, a neat storyline. Yeah, I, I agree with you uh, 100% on that. And when I look over this schedule, 
there are there are a lot of really intriguing, I, and I actually am going to yeah. be writing about this day. There are a lot of intriguing quarterback matchups yeah. on the schedule this year, like really intriguing quarterback matchups. The ones that you just mentioned, we already mentioned Tom Brady, but then you've got my old friend Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> coming back probably in San Francisco, and then you've got Russell Wilson who just became the highest paid player in the NFL uh, on the schedule this year. So. There's a, there are a lot of intriguing games, but another quarterback matchup uh, that I will call my most intriguing uh, matchup for this year is, wait for it, Baker Mayfield <laughs> versus Lamar Jackson again. F- trying to find out, are these two guys, you know, the, the two guys that you're going to have to beat or that you're going to have to get through in the AFC North now to win this division? And, you know, we saw that last year in that season finale all the different things that Lamar can do and that he can bring to the table, but he's also got his limitations. And uh, so I, those two guys, just seeing how they go head-to-head against again this year, I think will be interesting. There are there are some really good games on this schedule. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's an easy schedule. Personally, I think it, I think it could end up being a tough schedule. But you just never know in April how the schedule is actually going to look once you get into the games. Mm-hmm. That being said, a lot of good games on this schedule. Probably some clunkers, too. Uh, least favorite opponent. I think it's probably a race between the three of us to name this one. So I'll let one of you two go first. Uh, Scott, how about if you take this one first? I guess the one that just... You know, does anybody want to watch the Browns play the Dolphins? The <laughs> Dolphins really. are kind of in, in early Browns mode right now and, and kind of rebuilding. Now, uh, Fitzpatrick could end up lighting lighting up the scoreboard that day and it becomes a, a really great fun game you know 45 to 48 or something um, but going into it right now that one uh, really doesn't set off um, a lot of excitement for me I, it's a team that's rebuilding against a Browns team that I think at least right now again you're expecting to go into that game and, and win uh, fairly easily I would have to say hmm there are not a lot of duds on this schedule. There really aren't. There are not a lot of duds. I mean, the Titans? Do the Titans excite you? Yeah, the Titans is not that exciting. They're a good team, but they're not an exciting team. They're a team that kind of, they don't move, they don't really move the needle. No. Um, you know, and they're still trying to figure out if Marcus Mariota's the guy. They right. run the ball a lot. They're not a super exciting team. That's not going to be the hottest ticket here. Yeah, and, and the other one that, again, doesn't really jump off the page too much is really the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, right, they could have a rookie Joe Flacco. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Joe. Again, there, there are not a lot of, like, real duds. You, you can know, find I, gems in every game. I hate, to, I hate to say this about division games, but I don't really care about the Bengals the games Bengals, right that's now. That's what I was thinking, too. Well, yeah, now, that could true. change. You know, maybe Andy Dalton has a really good year. Um, you know, may, maybe the coaching staff works out for them, and, and they, they hit the ground running, but... You know, there's no Hugh Jackson storyline anymore. There's, you know, Marvin Lewis is gone. There, there's nothing, nothing gets me excited about either of those Bengals games. Oh, right now. You want to talk about gone. Sunday at one? Yeah, you want to talk about Sunday at one o'clock games? The Browns yeah. and Bengals are gonna probably play two of those. Um, yeah. I think I would maybe say those. Um, let's move on to uh, a couple other topics here. Let's play the hypothetical game. We know who's on the schedule. We know who's not on the schedule. What is the game that you wish was on the schedule this year? The game that I wish was on the schedule this year was Kansas City because I'm just so intrigued by Patrick Mahomes versus Baker Mayfield. I think it could turn out that those two guys are vying for uh, the next 
you know, big thing. Who out of those two guys is the man? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I want to see if Baker can get to where Patrick Mahomes is and maybe even exceed what he's done. So that's the one. Maybe, maybe we get that in the playoffs. You know? Maybe <laughs> yes. that's when, when that's we see hope. that matchup. Oh, <laughs> you know, I spent time last season thinking what would have happened if Baker Mayfield had played earlier in the year. You know, how would those games have turned out? And I think the Saints game is one that I look at as a, as a game that maybe he makes a difference in. Would that have been different with Baker? And I think seeing him, uh, uh, especially with the team now, go against one of the best teams in the NFC that a lot of people think should have been in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield against Drew Brees. I think that would be a, a cool matchup to watch. Um, you know, I, I actually wrote this, wrote about this a couple weeks ago, um, kind of the teams that could be rivals for the Browns moving forward if, if they do make the playoffs every year. And the Chiefs are on that list. Mm-hmm. The Texans were on that list. But we've seen the Browns and Texans. You know, we saw that last year. Um, what about the Colts? I, I think the Colts is, an, you know, we're going to get to see them practice against each other and play in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um I'm kind of, you know, maybe that's a team that the Browns do battle with over the years. I'd like to see them go, you know, get John Dorsey and Chris Ballard, yeah. um, Baker Mayfield and Andrew Luck. You know, I know maybe on the surface, Browns-Colts isn't, doesn't sound all that exciting, but there's potential there that these are two of the teams in that next class of AFC contenders once, once the Patriots kind of fade out of the picture. You know, it's kind of the Chiefs, the Patriots, and then you've got that next tier, and that's where the Colts, the, the Texans... You know, the Browns are hoping to, to make that jump into that next tier this season. I, I think I'd maybe like to see that matchup. Yeah, and Andrew Luck's always a very interesting storyline. And once again, then you've got uh, a couple of number one quarterbacks again, and that, that always makes for uh, good story fodder heading in. Okay, this is what people love. They love to hear us talk about the, the places we get to travel for free. So we're, we're going to make everybody really happy here. Is there a home game on this schedule uh, that, that you wish were on the road, that you wish that you got to go and hang out in the city for a day before the game. And, and of course, on game day, we're in the stadiums all day. But sometimes it, the stadiums themselves are kind of cool to experience. Is, is, there a game, is there a game on this schedule that you wish were a road game? We, you know, we mentioned this one earlier. I'm going to say it. I, wish, I, I always wish Tennessee were on the road. I think the Titans should just play every game at home <laughs> because every single one of us that cover the NFL – um, wouldn't mind a, a trip to Nashville a Saturday night on Broadway. Um, that, that's always one that I kind of wish were on the road. There, but there's some good candidates uh, on this schedule. There are definitely good candidates. Go ahead, Scott. Um, I used to work near Belling or near Seattle in Bellingham, Washington. So Seattle really isn't exciting for me anymore. But I will say Los Angeles um, and, and seeing the Rams play. As long as it would be a situation where I could be there Saturday night and go to. Sunset Strip, and to the clubs and, and see some some bands play. I think that would be cool. Um, I'm a child of the 80s, <laughs> so I want to see uh, where all my heroes uh, used to play. So um, I would say the Rams, uh, looking at this list. Um, is anybody going to say Buffalo? <laughs> Probably not. We can have Tom Reed call in. Not going to say Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it would have come down to. The finalists would have been, um, or are, Seattle, L.A., and Miami. Um, And I guess in the interest of not taking a really long flight, I think I'll take the shorter flight and and take my talents to South Beach. 
There you go. Well, <laughs> listen, if things if things break right for the Browns, yeah. you know, there's a game in early February that's happening yeah. in, Miami, in okay. Miami. And actually, that's Mary right. Kay, you'll be there. You'll I will be you'll there. Be oh, there regardless of whether there. the Browns oh, I should pick something are going to be there. I, I think Seattle that. Seattle would have been my runner up. Um, that that would have been an interesting uh, an interesting game to yeah, have. Yeah, I, I do love Seattle on the road. I, I do enjoy Seattle, but I always love a good LA trip. Um, and as long as it's early, well, I guess it doesn't really matter, but earlier in the season, yeah. that way you're not playing with the weather and being a little rainy or colder. And you know what? It's fun to go back to LA after there was no NFL there for yeah. so long. I mean, yeah. I can't remember how long it was, but I think it was between like one game. I got engaged like two <laughs> days before the game and I went out to LA the next day. And I bought my wedding dress out <laughs> out in Hollywood. I bought my wedding dress in Hollywood, and then it's like we didn't go back to LA for like until I had like three kids and had been married for a hundred years. So I do enjoy those. LA I um I managed to get sick on our last LA trip. Oh, so you did. Was... <laughs> Let's tell them a little bit about that, Dan. Um, well, when when you have kids, you end up getting weird things, and I had hand, foot, and mouth. <laughs> It, yeah. it was going around the schools, and I never had chicken pox when I was a kid. And sometimes if, if you have chicken pox, I don't know, maybe this is junk science, but I think if you, if you had chicken pox as a kid, you, you're not as susceptible to hand, foot, and mouth. I never had it when I was a kid. Uh, my kids brought it home that week, and it just so happened to hit me that Saturday when we were in L.A., and I was pretty miserable at the Chargers game the next day. But you know what? It is what it is. You could have wiped out the whole the roster. Yeah. <laughs> I probably could have. But had I had it hit me a little earlier, I might not have made the trip. He was a gamer. But, uh, he got through it. <laughs> got through it. Didn't pass it on to anyone. I didn't hear about anybody else getting uh, getting it. I, I mean, I obviously there's some other writers on the team that have young kids, and I, you know, I wanted to make sure I stayed away from them so it didn't get passed to them. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was an adventure. That's, if, that's if, the Raiders, the if the Raiders were on the schedule, would we uh, maybe a couple years from now, would we be all saying Las Vegas? Oh, oh yes, of I course. Would. <laughs> I think that'll yes. be a trip that everybody yes. want to go. That's on. another one that'll supplant Nashville as a team. That oh yeah, every, every game should just be a home game. For Looking them. forward to that. All right, that will do it for this edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. The schedule edition, of course, we'll have all sorts of draft stuff coming for you. Uh, next week and the days of the draft we'll have podcasts coming as well so stay tuned for those make sure you're subscribed in all the places you listen to podcasts for scott and mary Kay, i'm dan thanks for listening